Welcome back. Welcome back to another Soul Driven interview. Thank you so much for being here. So first, we just got to celebrate. We got to celebrate the fact that I was finally able, after jumping through no less, and I'm not exaggerating, like nine different hurdles to to get this done, to bring you this episode. (laughs) You just don't know the internet craziness that we have been through since moving into the mountains. And mind you, we asked all the questions before coming here. We thought everything would be okay. We never expected to be dealing with what we were dealing with. I mean, my parents live in the mountains in a different part of Western North Carolina. And so, you know, and and I can definitely have no problem doing interviews from their place. So we just didn't, we, we had no idea. And unfortunately, our very, very kind landlord, but very sort of like technologically not advanced, knowledgeable at all, <laughs> landlord had no idea what he was telling us. So it's, it's, it's been one of those things that we just had to get figured out. And so being at this place where I can actually record Um, an interview from my little mountain cabin and share this with you is huge. So celebrating. Thank you, God. Thank you, universe. Thank you. Thank you. Um, And in that, you will notice that it's not like, you know, I don't know, you may not notice at all. There were a few little glitches kind of here and there, but nothing. Oh my gosh. I tried to host an interview last week and I mean, five minutes in, we were like, we're not going to be able to do this because the internet was, it was just not, you know, it was, it was not good enough for a podcast at all. You know, when I work with my clients, that's different, right? I don't need to have like crystal clear, perfect reception or um, connection, I should say. Um, But for the interviews, it's different, right? Um, I need to be able to share things with you in a way that's digestible, <laughs> or at least I certainly want it to be. So that had me like, I mean, I was checking out co-working places, like trying to find solutions where I could, I could make this happen. So it is a big deal. And it's not just a big deal because I was able to make it happen, but today's discussion and interview is just, oh. It's so fascinating. I could have talked with Tammy for a lot, lot longer. And I can't wait to introduce you to her. And I can't wait for you to hear, yeah, just our discussion. Um, But first, just a few announcements. So things have really kind of been put on hold this October with with the reshuffle here. But we're going to be kicking up steam and moving forward come November. So please keep your ears out for workshops for a couple of different things that are going to be coming your way. Also, I am really feeling called to host like a big community sort of Akashic session. I am still getting information about this, but again, please like make sure you're on the email list because it might happen last minute. I don't really know. I'm just kind of following my guidance here. But that way you can join and you can jump in because there's going to be space for you to ask questions about the topic that we'll be covering, which is very much about what is happening on planet Earth right now. And there's some there's some big things coming and some really big changes on the way. And um, I really want to not only assist you and support you in these times, but 
make you aware of what's going on and then provide a space for you to ask questions to get more information. So, um, you know, with the Akashic Records and I'm just, yeah, we'll see how that goes. So please make sure you are on the email list. Also, as I've shared prior, if you are new to this and you have not booked an Akashic reading with me yet, you still have a little bit of time for that 10% off. That will only be running until the end of October. So make sure to take advantage of that um, 10% off the video readings with me. Um, And then finally, the mentorship packages. So the special that is currently on those, that will also only be running until the end of October. And um, just reach out to me if that is something that you are interested in. You know, in these mentorship sessions, we're doing a number of things, um, really depending upon what is going to serve you most at this time and what is really going to help, help you step into the next direction, the next path for yourself, uh, whether this is heart healing, whether this is helping you to really strengthen your spiritual connection, whether this is helping you to strengthen your connection with the Akashic Records. There's so many different things that we could work on. And if this is of interest to you, highly recommend um, because this will only be extended, like this special will only be extended out until the end of October. Um, And that is really it. Okay. So Tammy Schoolcraft. She is a client of mine. And that was how we initially met. And first of all, I just fell in love with her hair. And I know I sound silly even saying that, but she's got the most gorgeous hair. So um, if you aren't aware, or just to remind you, you can also go check this conversation out on YouTube and watch it from that space if you would like to. Um, But sitting down with her was just so cool. You know, and I realized like, oh my gosh, you are a practitioner. And she does biofield tuning and uh, resonance biofeedback. I just I was like, okay, these modalities, like I've heard about the biofield tuning and I wanted to know more but I just was so excited to sit down with her because if you know me you know I'm a nerd human design I am a one three and my first line loves learning new things and especially about new modalities and what's really cool is you know I also do energy work within the Akashic Records. Those are my restorative sessions and so getting to sit down and talk with Tammy about the way that she works with energy it was just so fascinating. I mean, I was like connecting all kinds of dots within my own head in regards to my own work that I've been seeing through these restorative sessions, through some work I've also been doing on myself that I can't wait to start sharing more about. Um, But I just, yeah, you know, we, we only get a certain amount of times for these, these interviews. And I could have geeked out with her for a lot longer because I had a lot of questions. But you are just really going to enjoy meeting her. Um, You know, her real awakening came through wanting to take care of her family and which enabled her to step out of what she calls the take a pill for every ill culture and really start stepping into looking at how to heal her family members 
from a holistic perspective. And, you know, we talk about food and diet a lot in the beginning parts because that's something near and dear in my life and in my heart and was what was going on um, with her children. Um, but then stepping into learning about this human, um, this this biofeedback, I mean, just such a fascinating discussion. So I think you're going to be really blown away and make sure to hang out to the very end because Tammy is going to be doing an Earth Star and Sun Star group tuning adjustment for us. And unfortunately, we didn't have like um, the the sound on correctly so that you could hear like the full extension of her tuning forks. But gotta tell you, you don't need it. I mean, it's just, I was like, <laughs> I could barely speak when it was complete and I had to come back and then like step back into being a host. It was like, what? Um, my body's still ringing from it. My, my feet are still ringing from it because that earth star, you know, really anchors us in. And for a lot of us, that is deeply out of whack. So um, make sure you hang out for that. And I'd love to hear how that resonates with you. And make sure to hit us up on social media. You can tag me with with your feedback um, at Anna Hendricks. And yeah, and I'll be sure to share it with Tammy. But nonetheless, you will love meeting her. So let me share her bio with you real quick and we'll, we'll dive in. All right. Tammy Schoolcraft is a certified biofield tuning practitioner, Holy Fire Karuna Reiki Master, and resonance biofeedback specialist. She uses tuning forks and voice analysis to scan the body in a very unique way to locate and discharge emotional static from the energy field. The coherent sound waves from the tuning forks and biofeedback voice analysis help to neutralize and release unwanted repetitive thoughts, emotional trauma, and tensions in a body that are not beneficial to a fulfilling and healthy lifestyle. The results are also often a calmer, more relaxed, balanced, grounded, and peaceful life experience. After working for many years in the traditional healthcare setting, Tammy became frustrated with the current model of take a pill for every ill culture and realized that she was the only one truly responsible for her own and her family's health and well-being. She began to think outside of the pill box and discovered energy and frequency medicine. Witnessing how quickly the body naturally responded to sound and frequency fueled her desire to assist others in remembering and reconnecting to their unique soul song and the incredible healing wisdom of the body. As a wellness guide, she is passionate about sharing information and resources that encourage clients to think outside of the pillbox and to start to remember, integrate, and embody their truth and power. So I'm very excited, you know, as we talk about in this episode, this type of medicine, this energy and frequency medicine, this is the future. I'm seeing that in my own work. The Akashic Records are leading me into that. And man, getting to talk with Tammy was just really cool. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Be sure to give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. Share it with someone who could use it and just enjoy. I'll see you on the other side. Welcome to the Soul Driven Podcast. I believe that when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. If you are searching for meaning and purpose, if you are unsure about how to combine the spiritual with the everyday, if you are ready to uncover who you truly are, 
then you've come to the right place. The Soul Driven Podcast is dedicated to exploring the intersection of living a soulful and spiritual life in a driven and ambitious world. Join me for practical guidance, truthful discussions, and interviews with people who are successfully living a soul-driven life. My name is Anna Hendricks, spiritual guide, marketer, and your host. Thank you for being here. Welcome back, folks, and thank you so much for joining us for another soul-driven interview. I'm super excited today to be learning with you about new modalities as I introduce you to Tammy Schoolcraft, <laughs> a certified biofield tuning practitioner, Holy Fire Karuna Reiki master, and Renaissance resonance biofeedback specialist. See, I knew I was going to do <laughs> I knew I was going to butcher something along the way. <laughs> Welcome, Tammy. So wonderful to have you here. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Yes, absolutely. So a little bit of background on Tammy. I met her actually through, um, we've worked together through the Akashic Records. She's also learned about the Akashic Records. And when I realized, oh my gosh, I have this beautiful woman who has these incredible modalities that I know nothing about. I was like, I have to have her on the podcast. And I'm very excited today because she's also going to be providing us with a mini Earth Star and Sun Star group tuning adjustment at the end of today's interview. So make sure that you stick around for that. And also, if you are listening to this, don't forget that you can watch this interview on YouTube as well and, and get to see our faces. Tammy has like the best hair ever. And so... <laughs> <laughs> you can also come hang out with us via video. Um, all right, Miss Tammy, let's go ahead and jump in because I have so many questions for you today. But as always, I like to start off with what makes you soul driven? Ah, you know, I've thought about this and because um, I know I've listened to your podcast. So I know that's the question that you asked. And I would love to have some, you know, fantastical answer to it. Um, but I think it really boils down to, for me, um, it's the wellness and health of my family is what has driven me, um, is what has awakened me over the years. I like to say, or I don't like to say, it's an observation that I feel like for the first um, 40 years of my life, I was asleep. You know, I, I was unaware. I was doing the normie things, being the normie at home mom. Um, room mom at school and giving my kids uh, antibiotics and medications because I have a you know, background in healthcare. Um, I working in pharmacy for 10 years and I did all of the things that I thought I was supposed to do. And then one day after children, you know, we all have a catalyst. And um, when, when my kids were born, they had health challenges and I set out on a mission to treat them in a more natural and holistic way. And my eyes became wide open to different modalities and different techniques and different things that I could do that would help benefit us and to make us healthier individuals. And one thing led to another. And after, you know, finding out things about what we were eating that were causing health issues and what we were putting into our bodies, then I came across energy medicine. 
for the emotional component, really, that then can always also help with the physical component. And when I found Reiki, that was the Reiki's a springboard for a lot of people, I think, for a lot of practitioners or people who just, you know, awaken to spirituality and things that are considered woo-woo, you know, Um, and that woo-woo is not really in my vocabulary anymore because I think that I really am able to take what we've been told is woo and kind of mainstream it. You know, people are able to hear that come from me in a different way. Um, And so that was what kind of started me in, in this. I never considered opening an office. I really was doing it for my kids. Um, And then I saw how much it benefited them. And the next thing you know, they're grown, they're better, doing fantastic. And I'm doing it for other people and helping other people remember how truly powerful they are, how their bodies are very powerful and can heal themselves. So I I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I think it's, you know, I feel like in the midst of my work, not only within the spiritual community, but also even when I owned a marketing agency and I would speak to women about their businesses and their, their families were always such a huge catalyst for starting something new, doing something different, seeing a solution or seeing a problem that needed to be solved, you know, and this being a massive sort of just catalyst. (laughs) Here we go again, (laughs) you know, to taking them into something completely new in their life and really opening them up, I think, to more of who they are as well along that path. Absolutely. I mean, I, 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 my, my youngest son is now 18 and and I'm, I'm grateful to him. I mean, and, and also my oldest son, who's, who's older, he's 22, but um, I feel like the, they both have helped to mold this path for me or open pathways for me in this, in different ways. Um, my youngest son had ear infections repeatedly s- shortly after he was born. Um, nobody ever said, none of the doctors ever said to me, you know, stop dairy don't, don't give him any dairy that can cause him to have ear infections. And and there's other things that can cause that as well that I've learned along the way. But, um, we went through years of of food sensitivities before gluten was even an issue, you know? Um, well, it was an issue for a lot of people, but, um, you didn't go around and find gluten-free things like you do now. You know, you don't, you didn't, I I went into Costco with my list of things that he couldn't have and just cried as I read every label, because what am I going to feed my child? So, um, and that's where I learned to make, you know, I had to go back to the basics and learn to cook things and learn to make ketchup without tomatoes and roasted red peppers instead and how to make bread without wheat. And um, one thing just led to another. And I saw there was progress to be made here that was outside of another surgery because they wanted to do surgery on him for his ears for tubes for a third time and give me another antibiotic. And I was done with that. I said, there's, this is a bandaid. It's not helping. And we need to, I need to find something else that can help. And, and I was able to do that through holistic practitioners and other modalities that I never was aware existed before. So that has what, you know, catalyzed me on that, on that path. And I've, it's just evolved along the way into other magnificent, fantastical modalities of energy medicine. Yeah. Well, it's such a powerful story. I mean, I, for me, like I was diagnosed lactose intolerant as a kid and quite frankly, dairy didn't affect me at least in 
physical ways that, you know, I could really tell, or my parents could really tell growing up. Now, looking back, I see all the signs of how I was being affected, even though it wasn't obvious um, into my early twenties, but my sister has ulcerative colitis, you know, then I ended up um, getting celiacs and, um, and just a number of things. And it's amazing to me that I mean, the, the adjustments that we can make with our diet often, you know, like I now primarily see holistic or functional doctors versus Western doctors, Western medicine holds such a good place. It really, you know, like if you break a leg, if you, you know, there are things that Western medicine absolutely serves a purpose for, but I loved in your bio, this whole take a pill for every ill thing, you know, it's been so frustrating on my journey as well. And I also, <laughs> you talking about going to the grocery store. I mean, the first time I went to the grocery store after I found out about celiacs and was just trying to find a ketchup, you know, that would work was like, oh my gosh. And I just remember thinking, this is crazy, you know? Um, it's overwhelming. Yeah, it's over, absolutely overwhelming to try and navigate that if when you're thrust into it or even even if you slowly or you know find your way into it because of a sickness that is unfolded it you stand in the store and you realize that you know everything has some component in there that is really and that's what we really we all have in common in this country that is the 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 basis of what we all have in common you can go into a grocery store on the east coast and on the West Coast, and you can find pretty much the same things in that grocery store. So, you know, our at at the at the root of a lot of our issues are food, you know, it's our it's our food system. So um, you do the best that you can afterwards, you know, we didn't probably eat out for 15 years (laughs) after that, after I realized how much food um, was affecting us. In fact, at the time I was a super couponer. So I had stayed at home with my kids and I had, I had learned how to use coupons to get our groceries for pretty much free. And we had every snack pack pudding or, and toaster pop, you know, imaginable, um, in the pantry. And I realized I read a book called the unhealthy truth by Robin O'Brien and it changed my life. Um, she's like the, uh, the Aaron Brockovich of food. So she, you know, laid it out on how the food system is making us sick. And I read it and I went home and I cleaned up my pantry and, um, and my husband thought I was crazy. <laughs> and I said, we're going to make a change here. And most people aren't quite that dramatic to go and, you know, kind of leave everything behind. Um, that they've known as far as food wise, the comforts of food, but um, it, it worked for us. And, um, you know, one thing led to another. And then I became aware of how our emotions also affect our physical body and, um, and our biofield and the, the energy flow through our body. And so um, that's what has, has, has kind of taken place for me over the years. It hasn't been, it's, it's been, you know, eight or well, the last 10 years for sure, the last 18 really with my youngest son. Um, so it's not like it happened overnight. And so for people who just, you know, they get really sick really quick. I feel, you know, it's, it's overwhelming. I, I, I've been there. I had a little bit more gradual time and it wasn't anything as as, um, serious as celiac, um, for him, he just got a snotty nose and ear infections, but for him, that was a big deal, you know? So, um, yeah. So then there's the emotional component that comes into that as well. Oh, 
Hugely. I mean, I think it's so perfect that we're having this conversation now because, you know, I have been doing my own work about, I think back in June in the midst of a Akashic client session, you know, that was something that, that they shared was food doesn't make you gain weight. It's your thoughts. It's your emotions. You know, it's the way you think about it that does. And that has put me on this massively different trajectory with not only how I look at food, but understanding the mental component, then stepping into the energetic component. And I've been working within the Akashic records and with my energy and starting to heal these issues within my body. You know, um, it's, it's extremely fascinating to me, but the emotional component I think is honestly even bigger than what it is that we're eating really when it comes down to it. But, you know, you've got kids in that mix and I don't understand it all. Um, so there's still more to kind of unfold. There's more components. There absolutely are more components. I mean, there's an environmental factor. There's, you know, um, a lot of different components. So we have to work with what we can and, and, and shore up the foundation as best we can so that we can have that overall wellness as, you know, and be the lightest and brightest versions of ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, you know, whether it is just a snotty nose or celiacs, when you don't feel good, you can't, you're not your best and you can't show up as your best. You can't be your best. You know, who wants to try and build an empire when they feel like crap every day, <laughs> you know, exactly. Um, exactly. it's, it's yeah. huge. So um, and I love that you, I always crack up cause it's like Reiki is such the gateway drug, right? It always kind of <laughs> brings <laughs> us in. So, it um, it's I'm so really, easy. it is easy, but I think it, you know, what it does is it really introduces us to energy and understanding sure. how energy flows and moves. And the fact that everything is energy, it just brings us into a, completely different relationship with energy in general. And then therefore the world around us, you know, that's why I think it kind of blows the doors off in a lot of respects. Um, you know, I found the Akashic records first before I found Reiki, but still Reiki brought in that like physical component for me. It kind of brought it down to earth a little bit more because, you know, the Akashic records can feel so esoteric. And so, um, but Reiki, I think, is a really sort of nice grounded way of coming into contact with energy and beginning to work with it. Um, so you have two different modalities that you work with, both the biofield tuning and the resonance biofeedback. So I'd love to kind of like maybe start with one and then kind of dive into another and then we could bring them back together if that works for you. Um, sure. or if, or if you have a better way of kind of going about it, um, but maybe we could just start off with like you kind of giving us a foundational definition, understanding of what biofield tuning is. Yeah. So, um, when I first started and I was a Reiki practitioner, I just was kind of looking for other things to, um, blend that would work well. And, um, I, now, I bought a tuning fork because I had seen somebody use a tuning fork and I thought, oh, that's cool. I need to get one of those. Uh, so I went on Amazon and I think I got like the the um, the ohm fork, I think is what it was. And I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't research anything else. I just kind of had it. 
And I had a client who had developed a really, um, really kind of an autoimmune disease around getting, getting bit by uh, a mosquito and mm-hmm. she had horrible joint pain. And it, I was doing Reiki on her and um, in the middle of the session, I just thought, oh, I should get the tuning fork. And so I just followed that impression and ran and grabbed it. And when I got done, she sat up and she said, oh my gosh, did you make a mess? And I was like, what are you talking about? She said, with that warm oil that you poured all over my feet, it just felt so wonderful. Did you, it had to have gotten on the carpet. Did you make a mess? And I was like, well, I was just held up the tuning fork. I was like, no, I just used this. So um, that just kind of like, I was like, okay, wow, whatever that was, I need to find out a little bit more. So I, you know, did a quick search for tuning forks and I came across a lady named Eileen McCusick and she had written a book called tuning the human biofield. And I listened to a couple of the of, uh, talks that she had and I immediately ordered the book, read it. And I knew that I needed to take this class without ever having a session. It blew my mind the information that she had had discovered around tuning forks because most people when you say um you know i do tuning forks they're like oh yeah i've had that you know i've had that and i'm like well have you had biofilter tuning yeah i've had that well it's it's very different it's a very specific technique so um after i read the book i signed up for a class and flew out to san diego and 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 was able to train with her for the first level and then shortly after for the second and the practitioner. But um, what she disco- what she discovered was that she was actually able to map our biofield. So the biofield was the term given by the National Institute of Health for the energy field around us. And uh, they had to give it a scientific name, even though they really don't quite believe that it exists, even though they kind of have figured out that it exists from, you know, from being able to measure our heart from EKGs and EEGs and our brain waves and things like that. But they don't look at it in the Western tradition de- definitely doesn't look at it like the Eastern tradition does in form of sh- chakras and, and, and just having a bubble around us of energy that we can't see. Because if you can't see it here in the United States, it doesn't exist for the you know, unless it's God (laughs) for the most part, you know? So um, what she was able to do is she was actually able to map the field, map this area of of space around us. Um, So, and she did that over a number of years. She actually kind of, uh, I won't say accidentally discovered this technique because there's no accidents. She happened to be working on a client um, and she stepped away from the client to look out the window. And when she came back, she activated the fork farther away from the body than she normally would have. And she noticed that there were tones out here in this empty space around her client that were just, it didn't sound the sound normal. Um, So she became curious and she found that, you know, out here in, in this empty space, it seems to hold record of something. And that there were things that sounds that came from the tuning forks out here that, It didn't make in other parts of the body. And if she stayed with it for a long enough time, striking the fork, it kind of moved as she went along. And um, her client, uh, I think they experienced um, a sensation around the throat area as she activated the tuning forks where she had some unresolved jaw pain. Um, And they felt the energy kind of move. And the client called her the next day and said all her pain had disappeared. So what that set her on a journey of curiosity of trying to figure out what is this out here that we've never been told about, you know, we all have that. um, And is this the aura? 
could be yes. Or the Akash maybe, you know, what is it? Okay. We're not sure. It just is an informational field of standing waves of information. And what it seems to be is that where we're told that we hold all of this information in the brain um, and in our minds, it really is out here in, in our energetic bubble in our energetic file cabinet or our own personal cloud that we're walking around in, you know, we have, um, so what she found was that the edge of the field, which is, you know, typically for depending on who you are, but around five, six feet away from the body holds the, the edge of our field is just like a cell membrane and it holds, um, our birth story. It also holds, um, our, um, our, our birth experience and it holds gestation. So whatever mom had going on at the time will be held in the outer boundary of the field. And as you move in towards the body, um, it's kind of like the rings of a tree. If you think about the rings of a tree, but the rings of a tree kind of grow in the opposite direction. So the farther away from your body is your, it would be your birth. Your body is your present age. So if it um, you know, say if at, uh, at 12 years old, your parents got divorced and that was traumatic for you, or even if it wasn't traumatic for you, it was still an experience that had emotions tied to it. As I'm activating the fork coming from the edge of your field into your body, there will be some kind of disruption at that 12 year old mark. So we actually can kind of look at different ages of things that have happened to us throughout the, our envelope of life that are emotionally charged. All the good stuff is there too but things that are emotionally charged will sound different in the fork. So as you come across, you activate the tuning fork, the clients can hear it. They can hear that the tone has changed in the fork. Um, they oftentimes will feel it in their body in a certain way, a certain place that they may be storing those emotions. They'll either get a heaviness or they'll, um, you know, their the breath will change. Um, sometimes you'll get a throbbing and a pinky, And sometimes they just feel very relaxed and they're ready to let it all flow. But um, so as you stay with it, with the tuning fork, your body's essentially listening to itself, just like you would tune an instrument, just like you would tune a piano or a guitar where they strike the tuning fork um, and let the two come into resonance. The body is doing the same thing. So your body can be tuned just like a car, just like a stringed instrument or a piano, um, and you come across with the forks, you let it kind of stay there and let your body listen to itself. And your body's like, whoa, that's, that doesn't sound right to me. Our cells are listening. Our cells have little antenna on them. You know, every single one of the trillions of cells that we have, they are listening to our environment. They're sensing our environment. So the tuning forks act like a resonant, um, a resonant tone generator for us to hear ourselves, for us to hear any stagnation. I call it emotional static. I mean, think about showing my age uh, when you tune into a radio station and it's all staticky or really how, you know, our connection of the Internet has been a little staticky. So when we use the tuning forks in, in that way, it clears up the static that's in our energy field that prevents a proper flow of energy through our body and suppressed emotions decrease electromagnetic flow in the energy field and it results in an imbalance. It results in disease, disease. It results in us just not being our optimal functioning self that we can be. So we use the tuning forks kind of like a, you know, like a, an acoustic sonar to let our bodies hear itself. And we kind of clear that out. And people usually, 
I have a couple of different, you either come into this office or I do it distantly as well. And you completely get knocked out within just a few minutes and don't even hear me talking <laughs> or you have a very emotional response. And sometimes it can be, you know, really emotionally charged. So it can be very relaxing depending on where we're at and it can become very emotional. So it just helps to clear up emotional static in the field. So, you know, you had a recent move that was, has been pretty, you know, traumatic would be a, a pretty heavy word at this point, but it's been really discombobulating for you. So it's a traumatic probably, with a small T. <laughs> yeah. We would probably hit a lot of static close to your body because you're still actually working through that yourself, you know, working through this experience. So, um, yeah, so that's it. It's that that's in the in a nutshell is it's a pretty remarkable um, technique. And once I read about it, once I went and experienced it myself, I just I knew that it was going to be a, a game changer for a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. It's very fascinating. Just you listen or like listening to you talking about it. Um, so I have a couple of questions first. Um like when I'm thinking about these rings or where these things exist, are they on particular sides of our body? Or is it just like, like if you were to hit on this outer exterior on my right, would it be the same as if you hit it on the left or are yeah, they? So what she is able to do. Yeah. So that's a great question because when I spoke of the mapping earlier, she's actually able to map different different emotions being held in different parts of our energy field. And I have a little mini map here. I don't know. I'm going to hold it up to the, to the camera real quick. And then I can send you a little copy of that. Let's see. You can only see it so well, but I'll Very kind of cool. describe it. To you. I know that you have mostly listeners or I don't know if they're mostly listeners or not, but they wouldn't be able to see this unless they actually went to your YouTube. But what she found was that um, on the left and the right side, um, that typically, so for example, the different chakras, when people talk about their chakras being blocked, you know, it, it's, there definitely can be static in the column of the chakra. So the area that moves away from the body, but it seems to be that all this stuff on the left and the right side is really what's clogging up the energy flow. And so, so for people who have been through a lot of sadness or grief or loss, depression, that lives off the left side of the heart in the energy field. From, from your body out to four to six feet away from you. You know, the right side of the root chakra off that right hip. A lot of people who have right hip issues have busy mind, overthinking, overdoing. Um, for me, that has come up a lot over the years. My mind, you know, I, I think about a lot of things. And so I'll notice that it's really hard for me at times to kind of sit down and focus on one thing when I'm not in the office, because here's where I am able to focus. But in my daily life, I have the laundry, I have, you know, the kids are doing this, the I'm going somewhere here, or the house needs to be cleaned or whatever. So the, you know, that busy mind overthinking, overdoing will show up in that right route off the right route, usually in the right hip. Um, guilt and shame live off the right side of the sacral chakra. You have your, you know, we have, we work with the feet. So we work with the seven main energy centers in biofill tuning. And then we work with a couple of different area, uh, uh, additional areas, the feet, the knees, um, the earth star, which is below the soles of the feet that connects our energy field to the earth. Um, the sun star or soul star, which is above the crown chakra. Uh, the feet have, have to do with feeling stuck. 
The left side in particular is feeling stuck in a toxic situation, um, wanting to move away from stress, but you can't. And then the right foot has to do with next steps, where we're headed and how we feel about that. So a lot of people will come to me. I get a lot of stuck people, <laughs> you know, some, you know, they've been to providers who um, they just feel like they're not getting any answers or they're unable to make a decision for themselves or they just don't know what's coming up next. So a lot of times the feet will come up to be worked on. So I ask, you know, in Bifotenum, we ask where the work needs to be done typically. And we do that in the form of a pendulum. Um, and we just hold it over the chakras and ask, you know, where do we need to go to most benefit this person here today? And a lot of times the feet will come up, especially if they're feeling stuck or if they're in a, trend, a transitory um, time of their life. Moves are huge for people. You know, even if it's a good move, those will, we find that in the field, you know, consistently. I had a client who I kept hitting a spot and I was, I was asking him, I said, well, you know, where were you at it? I think it was like 22 it kept, I just couldn't get it to, to kind of resonate, resonantly clear. And he was like, Oh, it was no, nothing. I just moved countries. I moved to the United States from, you know, from another country as a child, it wasn't 22, it was younger because it was as a child. And, um, and so I was like, well, that he said, but I was really excited. And I was like, well, that's, that's a big deal. I mean, that's, a, you're emotionally up huge. energy from one country <laughs> to the next. So that is exactly what we're in at this point. So moves are big, um, you know, for uh, kindergarten is big for a lot of, of, of people, you know, that's a big transition time for moving out of your safe zone into a, you know, exciting and new, maybe not so safe zone that you feel safe, you know, um, teenage years are big for people. Um, we find concussions, we find accidents in the field. We find, um, you know, anything that has happened in your envelope of life is stored in this empty space that you're just walking around with every day in life. And it's fascinating that she was able to, over the years, find exactly where most of this information is typically held for most people. Um, you know, the knees are about letting go, being able to the left side challenges with attachments to letting go of things, whether they're stories that you believe about yourself or stories that someone else has told you that you believe about yourself. Uh, the right side is um, confusion of moving forward. You know, the knees and the feet and the root down is all about our momentum forward. But and then we have in the outer boundary of the field, birth and gestation. So whatever mom had going on when she was when, when she had you you, we bring in a lot of stuff. We bring in a lot of stuff from our parents. So that may affect us throughout our entire life that we have no idea. Now, I personally may not know what that information is. I just know that I'm hitting something in the field that is, that is emotionally charged. So I'm, I'm not a psychic. I don't, I'm not a medium. So if you're coming, if you're looking for that, I'm not your girl. Um, but I do know where there are spots in your field where I can find that need some attention that need to be cleared up. And um, sometimes I'll get a hit of what it may feel like or what it may sound like. And there are some practitioners actually who like my teacher Eileen is just fascinating because that is her gift. I mean, this is the modality that she has created and she was able to, she's able to, to, to hear a fork or to feel the vibration of a fork from across the room as she did in one of my sessions during training and know exactly what that, what that was and how it pertained to my own mother. So um, it, it's, it, you, you don't necessarily have to know that information for it to be effective, which is wonderful because she's now taught thousands of practitioners all over the, all over the world. Now, I think we're in many different countries. 
That's so cool. It's uh, yeah. It just sounds like, um, <laughs> uh, I know you were kind enough to like, Hey, let's do a session before the interview. And I was like, I'm moving, <laughs> but it, it sounds like that's probably what I could have used after the move. Um, incredible. So, um, I want to make sure that we cover resonance biofeedback as well. And then we can kind of come back here. Um, but I'm also curious because I know you use these modalities together, right? So the resonance biofeedback, um, talk to us about what that is. Cause it is different, right. From the biofield tuning. Biofield tuning. Yeah. Correct. It's different in a way. I mean, they complement each other really well. And the fact that they're both just, they're both using frequency. They're both using a a form of feedback, you know, in the, with biofield tuning, I'm using the forks to get bio to biofeedback off of your body and off of your energy field. And with the, um, the program that I use is called the genius insight. And it's a, it's an app that you really download to your smart device. Um, it, um, uses your voice. So just like if, if I were to have a cold and I would be speaking to you, you and we were in together in the office, you'd be like, oh, what's going on with you? <laughs> you know, it sounds like you have something going on. Or if you're to scream, there are different screams. There's an excited scream and then there's a terrified scream. And that emotion, that information is encoded in your voice when you speak to someone. So this particular program does a voice analysis. It's a, called spectral voice analysis. And it will create, it uses your voice with different algorithms in the program. And then it kind of creates a, well, it will tell us, first of all, it will tell us where there is energetically some stress in your body, in your emotions, in your, um, uh, I won't say thoughts, but I guess that would be in there. Um, and so, and then it, it will tell us where those stressors are at and then, I can use that information to create almost a song for you based on just that is of frequency. So it's not like a melodious song. It's, it's different frequencies and different sounds that will help to energetically bring your body back into resonance. And one of the, the, I've seen it match blood work. It's not a, I would never, I'm not a doctor, so I don't diagnose anything. I can tell you that energetically your liver may need some support and we're going to do that with sound. I don't do it with medicine. I do it with sound um, and, and, and then the different frequencies that come up for that. And so, but emotionally, it will also tell us what emotions you may have kind of hanging out. Whereas in biofield tuning, I may not be able to tell you exactly what that emotion is, but the program will actually tell us that, you know, that you're having some, you, you're having some trouble in your, your heart chakra um, around sadness. And then it also uses flower essences. So flower essences is another component. I actually use the physical flower essences, but energetically I use them as well. And flower essences were developed back in the early 1900s by Dr. Edward Bach. And he found that different flowers held a, um, a different energetic emotional component to help us balance our emotions. So when I scan your voice, I'm actually able to tell you what flower essences has come up for you. So I did a little scan today for um, the group of listeners. So um, just to see what would come up and, and if they're, you know, everybody who's listening, if you're open to receiving these frequencies, then you just have to give permission. So energetically, you'll receive them um, after, you know, during or after the session. 
but because um, we're going to do the little tuning at the end as well. And so the flower essences that came up for this group, I had to write them down. So hold on. Um, we're the flower of honeysuckle. And that that is when we're kind of stuck in the past. So we're kind of looking mm -hmm. back on nostalgic times, you know, looking back nostalgically saying, I wish, you know, what if this wouldn't have happened. So, I mean, who? how many people aren't doing that? now in 2022 based off of what we've been through the last few years right Huge. and then serato helps us to trust our own innate wisdom so when we're we when we haven't been able to trust our own decisions or making these decisions for ourselves whether it be about our health care or whether it be about you know whatever it may be it, it allows us to trust in our own innate our own our own wisdom within our body and then scleranthus is when we're indecisive you know, are, should I do this? Should I do this? Should I listen to this person? Should I listen to this person on the news? You know, what are we doing here? So it helps us to be more decisive. And then rock water helps us to flow with life again. You know, we've been so bumped up and, and, and jangled and jumped around. You know, we need to, it's time for us to start flowing again in a more positive and optimal way. So I found it very interesting that based off of a group of, of, of listeners that these were the top flower essences that came, you know, that came up um, because it, that really reflects the last few years for a lot of everybody, for everybody really. Um, so what that does is it kind of creates this song and it lets you listen to it. And then a really cool component of this is that there's actually an app that you can download onto your own device that I can send these to and that you get to listen to as much as you want, almost like um, an energetic prescription that will expire in like seven days. I think it's seven days. So I have a frequency medicine program um, that I'm able to actually send you these things that your body is asking for, that your emotions, that your energy body is asking for to bring you more, to bring you more coherent and to more and more balanced. So how did you scan the voice of the audience? So I use my voice as a surrogate. So just like when you do distance work, like doing Reiki distance work and you have uh, a surrogate, whether you're using a teddy bear or, you know, you're just um, using like behind me, I have a mat that I use that um, has a, a person's body on it. Sometimes I have a little skeleton, but I use my voice as a reflection of the entire group of anyone who was willing and open to receive the frequencies. Um, and my voice was the reflection of that. So does it, does it just give us um, kind of the areas where we need to, to improve or the areas that will help balance us out? Or does it also offer, um, or does it also offer like, I don't know, like positive things? I'm like, so positive <laughs> affirmations. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, yeah. So the, all the, like, just like with biofiltering, all the good stuff is in there too. Um, right. It certainly shows us, um, it, it's mostly shown us where there is an imbalance, but, you know, we can see where there is balance within other things. So some people think that they have, um, for the most part, the, the flowers that come up when I'm doing it is what gets most people because they can, that's something when I tell them what flowers come up for them, which flower essences resonate most with them, they can relate that to something now. They're like, oh, yeah, that is me. Or, oh, yeah, I have that going on right now. Um, other things, like if your liver were to come up, but you're not having any liver issues, they're going to be like, oh, well, my, my liver came up. <laughs> but energetically, 
they're, you know, all, all of our livers probably are a little out because of the food that we, you know, especially here, um, it, there's no reason that it wouldn't need support, you know, at this point. So I think the flower essence help kind of just kind of help you to understand that there's something going on here other than you speaking your voice into my little, <laughs> into my little, into my app and saying, you know, your vowel, because I asked you to say your vowels because it gives a wide range of tones, peaks and valleys of the voice. And people are like, what, I'm going to speak into your machine and then you're going to tell me what's wrong with me. No, you're going <laughs> to speak into my machine and I'm going to, then I'm going to tell you what it says, where there says you need some more balance. Um, so it, all the good stuff is there as well. So I'm never going to tell anybody that they have a disease or they have this, or they have that. I do have people who come in who said, you know, I have this test here that I had run and it's showing that I have heavy metals or I have, um, uh, you know, they may have Lyme disease or they may have celiac or something like that, that they have a test that we can actually compare it to. And I have done that before. Um, I've seen it match with blood work. I've seen spinal energy actually matches when I go to the chiropractor, I'll ask him which areas that he found out of balance. And it usually matches to a T. And so energetically, I can go to the chiropractor and then I can set that up for myself and listen to the frequencies. So not only am I getting a physical adjustment, I'm also given an, getting an energetic adjustment with the tones and frequencies that come up around those different spinal subluxations. And do you find that once you clear out things energetically that they don't return or. So that this is one, the, the, the biofeedback is um, something that you need to be really consistent with. I've actually, you know, every person is different. So these tools that we have are not the healers, you know, they're just a tool. You are the healer, whoever I'm working on, it is really your responsibility for your own health. I may just be directing you in a different way or kind of sending, sending you frequencies, but what you do with that information, I have no control over. So consistency is key. Chronic um, issues, it, it may take a while. Uh, that's why I like to use them together because they really, uh, all the different techniques or modalities that I use kind of complement one another. Biofield tuning can create some pretty instantaneous at times adjustments for people and um, awarenesses. And I think that the biofeedback is a little more gentle, although I have actually seems to have cleared up colds and coughs and fever blisters on people and, and things that have immediately stopped them, you know, an, an infection in their tracks. So I can support people, you know, who are going through having, who are sick you know, we can support them energetically, but for the most part, for the most of people, I don't think, I think this is the medicine of the future. And I think we're moving in that direction of instantaneous, you know, five minutes and, oh, I'm magically, I am better, but we've been programmed that that's not so. So for the most of the population, it takes a little bit more consistency to use it. But the awareness that happens when I tell you what flower essence has come up for you, or I tell you that there's a, some energetic stagnation around this area, your body is receiving that information, your mind and your subconscious and your higher self is receiving that information. Kind of like just, you know, when you do, an, you do one of your sessions, that person is receiving that information and things are changing. You know, things are happening on a, on a subconscious level that they don't even realize is happening. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, the thing is, is that, you know, I, 
Um, and I, I'm sure that, that you were in Atlantis as well, but I have multiple lifetimes in Atlantis and, you know, one of the, uh, one of the very first visions that I received, uh, of being in Atlantis was working on people and healing people. And that was very much shown to me in a way that's similar to Reiki, but is not Reiki, but it was like, this was how people stayed healthy then is that they were constantly clearing this energetic field out, but we've had, mm -hmm. I mean, since that time on planet earth, right. We don't do these things. And so we've got lifetimes built upon this planet. So even when we exit our body and then come in as a different human being, we're still stepping into a lot of that same energetic buildup. And so it's, it's very rarely like an immediate thing. You know, um, I know within my own work that I've been doing within the Akashic records, like it really takes multiple sessions in order yeah, to really get down. Really Absolutely. Yeah. Because it's not just, it's, it's, it's not just this lifetime either. You know, these other lifetimes do play a role, the energy that is just kind of built up around us. Um, did she, so in the, in the bio field, does she have any sort of like uh, connection there with past lives? Is anything like that mapped out? Yeah. So typically, typically in biofield tuning, we're working on this life. However, what she has discovered is down the left side. So right where the elbows sit on the left side is your relationship with mom. It's a fixed part in the energy field that holds that relationship, whether it's bio mom, adopted mom, mother figure, whatever that is. Or if dad acted like mom, you know, had to be the soul, then there could be some energy there as well. So that is like a little pocket of information that holds your relationship with mom. On the right side is dad. A lot of people who have elbow issues will have tennis elbow or something like that, or inflammation in the elbow will have a, a, an interesting dynamic with that relationship with a parent that is unresolved. And through that area from uh, vertically that runs from the top of the head down to the feet is what we call the ancestral river. And it's a flow of energy that um, when I first started, we were only finding it uh, most of the time on mom's side. And she named it the ancestral river because it really feels like when you're in that area with the tuning fork, you're kind of in this flow of a river and it will hold you there. It has a different tone to it. It has a different feeling. And when you stop in that area for whatever reason, it doesn't, you can, I can find it now on every client because I know that it's there, but before it would only present itself um, in certain clients, which was always interesting and fascinating. Um, but as we work in that with the tones of the fork, with the intention to clear any static around the ancestors, we're doing this work on not ourselves, but everyone who has come before us and everyone and even our, you know, our own children and everyone who will come after us. So um, and as far as past lives, so most of that is the the the, um, the energetic DNA of our ancestors. But on the outer boundaries of the field, sometimes in that outer boundary but even before, for some practitioners, there seems to be some information on the outside of the field that has to do with past lives. Now, Eileen will tell you that um, her experience with clients who had that experience where she was pushed over the boundary of the field, they all had had some kind of regression or some kind of experience where they remembered that life and that kind of mm. came up for them. Um, I've been pushed back with the fork. So as I activate the fork and I'm, I'm, closer to the body. Sometimes I'll hit a spot that actually 
draws me back across that outer boundary. What is that for me? You know, I don't know. Is it's it's before this lifetime, so I only can assume um, based on really my belief system, I guess, at, at this point, that it is more than likely a past life or has something to do with our parents before we were even born. You know, some other time that's outside of this bubble of life. So yeah. then there are some practitioners that I do, I think that work specifically in kind of a past life format. That's not something I typically do. It's not my focus, but there are some practitioners who kind of have that as their, their uh, expertise, I guess. That's fascinating. I love too. like, as you're talking, I mean, the thing is, and you kind of said this at the beginning, like this really isn't woo, you know, it feels very scientific, yeah. very grounded, very, um, one of the things, uh, when I was learning about the biofield from your website, um, and I believe it was Eileen, I think, uh, who was speaking about how the body is electrical, right. And we don't think of the body as being electrical. And I just think it's really interesting to consider that in regards to the ways in which we interact with the world around us and the ways in which this energy healing, cause I'm with you, like, this is the future of medicine, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, there are different ways and different modalities that we can intake supplements that we can, you know what I mean? Like there's all sorts of, um, going to be interviewing someone else as well, who works with subtle energy is what they call it. But it's really just like looking at these visualizations, you know, these designs that then imprint these energetic Mm -hmm. tones basically into our body. Um, it's just very fascinating to me and my mental mind, like fully wants to understand it. But of course I, I can't fully, you know, (laughs) yeah, I have that same as well. I don't, I don't claim to be an expert in physics or anything like that. I know what feels true to me. And I know from experience working with myself and working with clients, you know, this stuff that we walk around with this, this, um, uh, emotional static has, has mass to it. It, it has, it physically weighs us down. And when it can't move through the body, that's where, you know, we have these aches and pains a lot of times um, with, um, oh, he said something, I lost track of what I was saying. Um, oh, being electric. Yes. We have taught, we're, I mean, where did you learn in school that you're electric? You know, Nowhere. <laughs> when you walk up to, right, when you walk up to the, the refrigerator at the grocery store or the gas pump and you stick your finger out and you get zapped, that is the electricity coming off of the, the surface of your skin. So we are very, we're very electric. She just, um, Aline just uh, had a new book come out. It's called Electric Body, Electric Health, which is a continuation of tuning the human biofield, both completely fascinating reads. And you don't have to understand all of the physics. She's done a really good job at mainstreaming this, uh, this particular technique and modality. Um, and, but you don't have to understand all of it to know, or to understand that there's something, there's something here, you know, there's something very magical, well, not even magical. There's something very, um, scientifically based in, in sound and frequency. We are sound We're you know, sound is all around us. And when, you know, they use tuning forks in the hospital to find a break 
in your, in your body because of bouncing that sound wave. Well, first of all, it really hurts. If you come near a broken bone with the, <laughs> with the tuning fork, you're going to know it because it is, it, there's a lack of sound there. And also it's very painful. So we don't work on, on fresh breaks or anything like that with the, with the tuning fork, but um, there's a place for this. And, you know, I, I agree. I think that we're headed in this direction and people are ready for this. They are, you know, when I started this eight years ago, people were like, you're doing what? Reiki, what, huh? My husband was like, okay, this Reiki thing, it's got a weird name, but <laughs> you're not yelling at me as much anymore. And you're not yelling at the kids anymore. So whatever this is, you just need to keep on doing what you're doing. Um, and so he, he's along with me on this, on this ride and has been such a support. So that's always good to have a, have a support system like that, who, even though they think you're a little crazy at the time, they realize that it's not, you know, there's something, there's something to this here. There's something to this. Yeah, so, for yeah. sure. That's funny. My, my partner was just like, wait, this isn't witchcraft, right? That was kind of how everything <laughs> started. And I was like, right. no, these are crystals. Yeah. This is not witchcraft. Yeah. And then at Kaushik, this isn't witchcraft, right? It's like, no. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about this. <laughs> it's all good. Um, all right, Miss Tammy. So what I'd like to do is um, I would like for us to, um, oh gosh, um, I want to jump into the lightning round. We're going to just do a couple of the questions. Um, they're very quick and then we'll do the adjustment. And then I'd love to come back and for you just to kind of share with folks like, you know, how they can connect with you, some different ways in which they can work with you um, before we kind of wrap things up. But I want to make sure that there's time for the adjustment. Um, so let's go ahead and switch gears a little bit into the lightning round. Um, Do I need to buckle so up because I'm a, little, quick, I'm a little scared. Quick, easy <laughs> questions. <laughs> um, okay. Number one, what is the one habit that you can't live without? Oh my gosh. I, I really would say um, it's probably Reiki. I mean, that's, it, it is a habit. I mean, once you become Reiki, it's just there, you know, once you kind of, um, not, some people forget that they have it after they learn it. But if you really sink into that, of that we are powerful and we have so much more within us than we have ever been taught that that's one thing that I, I use it all the time, all the time. So it's a habit. It's a habit. Yeah. Love it. Number two, what does spirituality mean for you? Spirituality to me has been, um, is and has been the most connected that I have ever felt to source God creator in my entire life. And it is a connection to everything that ever has will be, um, you know, it's just, uh, it's a connection. It's a connection of where, you know, that there's a truth there that you may not understand everything and you're okay with not having to understand everything because one day I'll, I will, I will be able to understand all of this crazy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's like both exciting and sad to me. I'm like, no, I don't want to know it all. Cause I like the questions. <laughs> yeah. I go back and forth. Um, okay. Number three, what is your advice to anyone who is looking to find their soul driven path? 
Hmm. Well, I can only speak from my own experience. So my, you know, I was, I followed the breadcrumbs, you know, one angel whispers is what I call them. Um, when I thought that I was really being, I thought I was doing something for someone else and it really ended up being kind of for me. So um, little, I would hear snippets of, you know, Reiki here or, you know, biofuel tuning here. And I just kind of acted on the impulse of my own innate knowing I, and trusting that wherever I needed to go, that I was going to be fine. And it was going to, you know, it was going to lead me to exactly where I needed to be. So I think trusting, trusting your own intuition is, is the biggest one and not listening to what everybody else is telling you to do. You check in with yourself and you see, is this my truth? And just that. follow it. I love that. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and dive into the adjustment then. Um, and then we will be back on the other side and learn about how everyone can connect with you, Tammy, because I just know that my audience is going to be like, oh my gosh, I want to talk to her. I need to connect. Mm -hmm. So um, make sure to just kind of stay tuned in folks and, and, and we'll be back. And I'll just let you take over. Okay. All right. So, so just first of all, take a nice deep breath. Just kind of clear out all of that conversation that we just had, kind of letting it dissolve into the background. If you're driving, I would suggest you probably put this on hold. Just pause it, come back to it later. Just be in a place where you can really just connect for the next few minutes. We're going to connect into our own body with the breath, with intention, and with the sound of the tuning forks. If you're sitting down, just, you know, get comfortable. If you're lying down, that's okay too. But just bring your awareness, consciously connect to the breath. Just a nice, gentle breath in. So as you breathe in gently, just kind of feel, feel how your throat softens with the breath as it goes down into the belly and breathe down deep into the belly. And then just letting it out nice and long and slow. You can sigh, whatever feels comfortable to you. And I'm going to start to activate the tuning fork. So you're going to hear me breathe a lot. If you hear me take a nice deep breath, that's an invitation for you to take a deep breath as well. Make sure that you're not holding your breath. A lot of times when we start to activate the tuning forks, when there's any stagnation in the field, there's a lack of breath there, a lack of movement of energy, and it'll cause you to kind of hold your breath. So we want to breathe deeply, gently. So feel your rib cage expand as you bring that breath in. And biofill tuning is an energy adjustment. It's much different than a sound bath. It's not the same. It can be very relaxing, but it can also be very activating at the same time. So just do a little scan in your body as I activate the forks, and then we'll focus on the area below the feet. But just do a little scan of your body, starting at the top of your head, moving all the way down, just noticing any places of tension or any places that kind of your attention is drawn to. 
Take a nice deep breath there, wherever you stop. Don't attach to anything about what it may be or why it's there. We're just bringing our awareness into the body. I want you to make your way all the way down to below the soles of your feet. We have an energy center here we call the Earth Star. This is our connection to the Earth. You can envision it if you'd like as a ball of light. Some people see it as a deep ruby red color, a little different than the root chakra color, but you can see it as anything, as any color that you would like. Some people say it's about the size of a softball. We're just giving the, the mind something to focus on. Take a nice deep breath. We're just giving permission for the body to release and let go of anything that no longer serves. Any stress or tension, anything that you've been holding on to, conversations, interactions with others, to-do lists, letting all of that just kind of dissolve into the background. Let's just set an intention here to let go of anything that's not yours. Anything is not yours to carry. And then calling back to yourself, any energy that may be scattered with someone else, something else, a conversation, an event, across all timelines, past, present, future, known and unknown. Draw that back to you on your breath, like little bits of starlight. Seeing it come back into your breath, into your core, into your chest. And then send that breath all the way down the body on the exhale, down through the legs or down through the tailbone into the seat beneath you, however you're sitting or lying down, whatever feels right to you. And then focusing again there beneath the feet, to the earth star. Adjustment here on the earth star, just sending the breath. So sometimes the earth star will be tucked a bit based off of experiences that we've had. So sometimes it needs to be adjusted out a little farther in the energy field. So I'm just gently guiding that for whoever needs an adjustment here. Imagine that you have little trap doors on the bottoms of your feet and you're sending your breath straight through those trap doors. Straight down into the earth beneath you. Letting all that stress and tension just release. Imagine that light is flowing through your body. And then on the next breath, we're gonna, we're gonna reverse that flow. 
feel on the inhale, I want you to draw a light up from the center of the earth into your earth star, into the soles of your feet, all the way up your legs. Let it collect there in the lower belly as you bring that breath in. And then send that light all the way up your central channel, up your spine, out the top of your crown like a whale spout or a fountain. So essentially a column of light coming up from the earth all the way up your body and out the top of the crown. Connecting you with the wisdom of the earth, connecting you with information that you need for your physical body and your energetic body, clearing and cleansing out anything that no longer serves, activating, restoring and revitalizing you on a cellular level, on an energetic level. Take a nice deep breath. And we're going to go up to the crown. So we're going to shift our awareness up to the top of the head. Imagining you have a beautiful flower right on the top of your head. And there's an incredible light that emanates from the center of the universe, comes down in the form of sound through the tuning fork. And imagine your flower is opening up to the sound of the fork. And on your inhale, you draw that light down into your head, into your body down the spine and all the way down the body, down through the soles of the feet. So we have this bi-directional flow of energy. As we worked on the feet, we brought it up and out the top of the crown. Now we come in through the top of the crown and go out through the feet. So your body essentially is, an, is a rechargeable battery. Below your feet is the negative polarity and the top of your head is the positive polarity of the battery. We're constantly recharging and discharging our energy. And when these channels are blocked, there's not an optimal flow of energy. So biofill tuning helps to open up those channels, helps you to remember, helps your body to be able to access that electricity that we need for optimal functioning of every single cell in the body. Now letting your awareness drift up just a little bit higher into that sun star. Some people call it the soul star. I'm just gonna adjust this one out as well. Sometimes the earth star is tucked, the sun star will be as well. And just open up to receive any information energetic information that your body needs for clearing and optimal performance. I'm gonna move over to two weighted forks. You're not gonna hear the sound of these. Just focusing up on the head. I'm just gonna clear out any static here around the crown area. We're being bombarded with tons of information right now energetic information, and then we have all of the radio waves of the news. So just clearing that static. 
I feel like most of us are walking around looking like Pigpen from the Peanuts from Charlie Brown with all of this collective static around us. Take a nice deep breath. And then on the breath, continue to draw that light in through the crown, letting it collect in the belly, and then on the exhale, sending it all the way down through your legs or down through the root chakra, through the tailbone, into the chair beneath you or the ground beneath you. Take a nice deep breath. Changing to a different fork and a different frequency. One last nice, deep and easy breath in. Fully connecting in with your body and the breath. If you're sitting in a chair, just feel your feet on the floor. Feel the support of the chair underneath you, the same as if you're lying down. Feel yourself supported. Letting the tincture bells just kind of ripple across your energy field, cleansing, clear, clearing, clarifying, reconnecting you fully and completely into your body. When you're ready, you can start to gently wiggle your fingers and your toes, just coming back to center. Maybe seeing if you can feel where your eyelashes are gently resting across your cheekbones. Just kind of bring your awareness up into your eyes, into your head. Kind of check in and see how you feel now compared to when we started. Giving yourself ease and grace and gratitude for even the smallest of adjustments, even the smallest of a different experience in your physical body. It's more centered and grounded. And taking your time, whenever you're ready, you can come back in, gently fluttering the eyes open, maybe giving a good stretch, 
Welcome back. Well, I don't know how I'm supposed to be a podcast person now. <laughs> Why is that? Oh, I'm just so relaxed. That was wonderful, Tammy. Thank uh-huh. you so much. You're welcome. I could really feel it <laughs> in my feet and the, you know, like I could really feel that in my feet. Yeah. Yeah. It feels really good. My, my vision's kind of blurry now. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, you know, sit, sessions can be definitely, um, so impactful. I had one not too long ago from, from a fellow practitioner and she worked on my right side and you, you don't realize how, how much weight, as I mentioned earlier, that these things that we're working through or these, these experiences of life, you know, that I call them big invisible suitcases that we're carrying around of our envelope of life. And um, I don't remember exactly where she was working, but it was somewhere on the side. And when I walked out, I actually walked crooked. Like and when I got up, I could not stand up straight. And it took me about 10 minutes going outside, putting my bare feet on the ground, taking a few deep breaths and connecting in before I was actually able to feel like I was, um, you know, centered again. And, and once that happened, it was fantastic. Um, but, you know, whatever we moved through on that side was so such such a heavy weight on me. It, it, it caused me to, to have a difference in fluctuation of the field of the, of, of the energy field. Um, so yeah, so we have a lot of, a lot of stuff that we can move and it doesn't have to be super traumatic. You know, I tell my, um, I tell the story of my 22 year old when he was six years old or he was somewhere around that. I don't remember exactly which age. I don't even know how old I am, but he, um, he, I was mad at him. I was furious and it was not a proud mom moment. You know, I was out of control. This was pre-Reiki, I will say. <laughs> um, I was fussing at him. I was giving him the business, I had my finger in his face, and there was a pencil on the desk um, beside him. And I just picked it up and I snapped it. And the look on his face was that I had broken his heart. And, you know, now what I know is that, you know, first of all, here's mom, who's supposed to be his protector, who is in his face, you know, fussing at him and then I break his pencil so in his mind as a six-year-old is I wanted to break him now he doesn't remember this and he laughs at me every time I tell the story and I said but someday you're going to be in somebody's office like mine and they're going to say what happened when you were six years old and you're going to be like mom mama broke my pencil <laughs> you know so and unfortunately as we, I make light of that and he makes light of that um, there's no telling what I help to lay down in his energy field that he still draws from today, from that interaction with me. Um, So, and I know from the work that I do that all of those things are there. So that experience is still hanging out in his field going, I probably need a little attention here. We're going to have some mommy issues coming up, you know? Um, But the beautiful thing about biofill tuning is, is that it can, you, you can't escape from the tuning forks that these things that have happened, these pockets in your life, um, not that you want to escape them. Sometimes we just want to ignore them and act like they're not there. Right. Cause it's not comfortable all the time. Um, but you know, the, 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 you know, Eileen has come up with what she calls a hack to that with the tuning forks and that it helps us to resolve the, it never takes away what happened. It, it, you know, these things that these tools that we have, it never takes away the experience, 
But what it does is it helps to neutralize the emotions around that experience so that you can make better decisions, so that you can be a better version of you, so that you're not pulling from that trauma all the time. And we can, um, you know, you don't, when you think about those things that have made you, that were traumatic or, or just, you know, events that have happened that make you feel crunchy inside, when the tuning forks get in there and do the work and help your body to hear itself and, and tune itself back to the way it was before, you don't feel crunchy inside anymore about those things. You feel lighter and, you know, uh, more available being the best version of you. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Tammy, for coming in and sharing with us. Um, if you could just let folks know where they can get a hold of you. And of course, we'll be supplying all links, but um, just a couple of the different ways people can work with you as well. That would be fantastic. Sure. So they can find me through my website, which is energeticapothecary.com. Um, you're also, I think, going to have a camp uh, campsite um, link that has different links there. The, um, so you can book with me there. I do, um, in person, I'm in North Carolina, right outside of Charlotte. And then, um, I do distance work as well. So via zoom and some people find it really hard to believe that this work can be done distantly, you know, and I know that it works, <laughs> you know, any type of energy work can be done distantly. So everything that I do can actually be done, you know, over zoom or, you know, over the phone, or you can just, we can just set an appointment and I can just work you know, without us actually ever, you know, connecting like that um, on through technology. So um, you can get me there. Um, there's also a link on my campsite for anybody who's um, interested in the biofeedback program that I use. This is not something that the regular person could not use. And the um, developer of this app actually gives a free 14 day trial. So that link is on the campsite where you no credit card or anything. You just go in, put your email address in and you can download the app free for 14 days and play around with it and listen to the frequencies, see what comes up for you. My program is a little bit more in depth as a practitioner. I have a lot of more information than the, than the basic program, um, but the basic program is, is for anybody to use. So um, I would invite you to do that. Um, so uh, energeticpothecary.com, I think, yeah. Was that gonna cover everything that you asked there? Yeah, you got it. <laughs> you got it. All right. Thank you so much, Tammy, once again, for coming and sharing your time with us. I want to thank everyone for being here and just, you know, enjoying this discussion with us. If you did enjoy it, please make sure to share it with someone who could benefit from it. Leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify. Be sure to sign up for the email list for podcast updates, helpful resources. And don't forget, when we invest in the world, we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. <laughs> Until next week.